every Friday, courtesy of our friends at Local Environmental Services. We give you a chance to, to you know, get what you need off your chest. And I'm going to need to take a couple deep breaths. Uh, this is probably a great time to tell the toddlers and the youngins in the room to, to maybe go take five downstairs because this is another very fired up edition of something we call Trash Talk! All right, before we talk politics, this one from G Money who says, FML, it's elf on the shelf time. I'll never forget the moment I first met then decided I couldn't stand this stupid elf. An elementary colleague chose to include the elf in a special school Christmas video broadcast to students. The video aired. It was all good. Super cute. Then the meltdown. Apparently the elf was touched in a video, which is a big no-no because it can lose its magic. All the kids know that, right? So kids are like losing their minds. Grown-ass adults, too. And a second announcement had to be made clarifying that the elf still had its magic due to some loophole. Uh, G-Money says, I don't know, I lost the will to live by then, and then I just feel that accidentally touching a toy should maybe not nearly ruin Christmas for like 500 kids. The most offensive thing, though, about this elf is that somebody decided that parents, mainly moms, needed an extra thing to do at Christmas time. (laughs) Every day in the run-up to Christmas. What man came up with this? The only thing mom needs in the run-up to Christmas is booze on the shelf that from g money i love it i know what g money wants in her stocking for christmas what about this one from carolyn who says jesperson it's not so much the belief that you know the united conservatives did something so it's stupid remember earlier this week we talked about polarization in politics she said it's the knowledge that that something coming from this ucp government on the eve of an election right six hundred dollars per child for families making 180 grand or less the gesture is disingenuous at best there's zero chance that this influx of cash into the general population's wallets would occur if the next election was three years from now government aid is simply not a part of the united conservative ideology even if we think that's one of the main reasons we have government in the first place that from carolyn in calgary how about this one from ronnie baby who says and i added the baby it's actually just from ron (laughs) but ronnie baby says in times of crisis uh for me on a personal international and even a local level last thing i need to worry about is a sovereignty act and inevitable litigation Uh, the prime minister says he doesn't want to fight and i think i believe him but i fear that the premier's fired off the first salvo in what will surely be a disastrous fight for Alberta and for the country as a whole. I understand, says Ron, that Alberta feels underappreciated and sometimes even unwelcome. You know, whether warranted or unwarranted, there's a real and genuine and sometimes even justifiable anger at the federal government. But this act is a disaster, a violation, a disgrace, and an embarrassment. And the exact thing that Alberta does not need. And I find myself with my head in my hands say, what is happening to this place I love? He says, you want to know how to make Alberta even more of a pariah, more of a whiner, more of a black sheep of confederation with this sovereignty act? He says, Jess, well, I don't know about you, but I don't want to live in a place that's known as a whiner, a joke, a loser, and an embarrassment. I'm so tired of the never-ending pot shots, and I know it's going to get a hell of a lot worse. God help us all! That from Ronnie Baby. How about this one from Jillian, who says, when I was first reading the news on Daniel Smith's announcement, I was like, where have I heard this before? It sounds so familiar. And then, and then I ran into a teacher that I, I used to work at a school with, and it dawned on me, like, this is how third graders do politics. 
first, somebody declares himself the boss, and then they get the backing of like two other eight-year-olds, and then the boss gets to decide all the games that everybody has to play at recess. You don't like hopscotch? I'm sorry, the boss decided that you're playing it. And the four kids over there have to play Simon Says. This is leadership in third grade. I get to tell everybody else what to do. Now, the other kids will typically respond in one of two ways. They'll either run and tell the teacher or they'll tell the boss that they can only be the boss if sometimes they let them be the boss too. And it seems like Premier Smith's cabinet has chosen the latter, and they will share in the dictatorship as opposed to try to stop it. So, what will the Prime Minister do if the UCP tries to run Alberta like it's its own country? Well, uh, Justin Trudeau knows his options are to let Danielle tire herself out, let the other kids rise up against her and put an end to her rule, or intervene. But no teacher intervenes if they can avoid it, and Trudeau knows that. Smart teachers know to let the laws of the playground, you you just let them run their course. And my bet is that this ends with the Premier crying to the teacher, saying nobody wants to be your friend anymore. Then when the teacher asks what happens, Danielle will say, I have no idea, I didn't do anything wrong! That's from Jillian, her two cents. And Mark brings us home today with what I love, an email that hits a nail on the head after my conversation yesterday with Graham Thompson. Uh, was that yesterday or two days ago? Earlier this week, the legislative <laughs> columnist. It's hard to keep track, Johnny. All these fabulous conversations only mm-hmm. on Real Talk. Mark says, I got this beef with media recently talking about politicians that have to like pivot to attract more mainstream voters. You know, Rick Bell and Graham Thompson both mentioned it, Ryan, in their interviews with you recently. Like, it's okay to do. My question is, why do we let them pivot? And why should we trust them if they do? If they pivot, they lied to somebody. Was it me or the other guy? You know, think about other politicians in Alberta. Does Rachel have to pivot? Does Barry Morishita? Does Amarjeet Sohi? Does Jody Gondek? No, because they don't tell one group one thing and tell another group something else. My God, what have we sunk to? That we don't expect integrity and honesty and morality from the people who represent us. We shouldn't normalize pivoting. We shouldn't become used to it. Because I worry that we'll just all start accepting the last thing they said without seeing any substantive change in behavior or action. And that's what scares me. And that's what should scare everybody else. And Mark signs off by saying, I have much appreciation for your show. Mark, I'm going to tell you, I'm keeping this one in the hopper. An early candidate for December's email of the month. You could win this Real Talk Studio mug. If you send a compelling email that gets us all thinking to talk at ryanjesperson.com. Music.